I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. How the heck am I going to explain this to you? As hard as it must be for you to believe, some people haven't bought my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot. Now, it's true. That's why I'm sitting here in my big, manly, comfortable black leather poppy chair in my living room, trying to figure out how to make a fortune in some other way, maybe by inventing something people need. Now, here are some of the ideas that I've come up with so far. How about neon thumbs for nighttime hitchhiking? What do you think? Or hot dogs that are 90 feet long to take care of a whole row of fans at once at a baseball game. You know, a guy doesn't have to throw them and things, huh? Here's another one. A perfumed bookmark so that if it slips down into the book, you can just sniff down along the edges until you find your place, huh? How about songbooks printed on plastic for people who like to sing in the shower? Or maybe a a follow-up to my book would be even a better idea. I could call it Staying Happier, Healthier, and Hotter. (laughs) I, I like hot. Hotter would be better. Maybe it's because my name is Summer. I don't know. Maybe it's because I've I've always thought trying to be cool is stupid. The candles on my birthday cake right now would set off most fire sprinklers, but that 20-something-year-old kid who met my lady wonder wench all those years ago, he certainly wasn't cool, and he still pretty much runs my life. He's a good guy, really even though he sometimes laughs too much in the wrong places and at the wrong times, and sometimes he gets a little little too excited, gets in trouble every once in a while, and he talks too much, and frankly, he loses control once in a while, even of his eyebrows that twitch up and down and his nose. (laughs) Even his ears twitch every once in a while when he gets excited. But, you know, he's pretty careful about not hurting people, and I think that's that's most important, especially... Especially, I, I don't ever want to come anywhere near hurting my lady wonder wench. And that is why I would never do the sleazy bachelor thing while she's not at home. You know, but you got to sometimes wonder if it's honestly because I can't be tempted or is it like most Louis Louis generation guys, there's not really very much in the way of temptation going on in my life. I mean, if if an ordinary woman came on to me, it probably wouldn't be tough. I mean, I've been there, done that. But suppose Catherine Zeta-Jones just couldn't stay away, and she knocked at my front door, you know, and she's dressed in this little tank top and short, 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 shorts, huh? I'm sure she's not at all what my lady wonder wench calls her. And silicone can't explain everything. In fact, I've heard that she's really a very charming lady. And who knows? Maybe she's, maybe she's deeply lonely. My son says she's too young for me, but in my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, shameless plug, Big Louie, the chief guy of the Louie Louie generation, always says a woman needs to be taught the ways of the world by a kindly older man, someone who's been there. 
Someone has seen the hurts and the, and the pains and the sorrows, but also knows the joys of life. But Big Louie says, <laughs> actually, if Kathy showed up in my front door and my son were here with me, I know what would happen, because he's a hunk and I'm an ex-hunk. I guess that doesn't answer the original question, but it does put it into perspective, doesn't it? Dick's Details, a bunch of totally unimportant stuff for you to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's making you crazy out the other ear, and you can enjoy some time just kind of smiling at your fantasies. The coldest towns in the world are in Siberia. Temperatures there drop to minus 96 degrees below zero. Wow. Imagine the wind chills, huh? If the answer is subdued, what is the question? If the answer is subdued, what is the question? Don't know, do you? Of course not. I haven't told you yet, but I will in a minute. If your doctor says you have genitofemoral neuropathy, he means your genes are too tight. <laughs> Wranglers can be stranglers. Doctors in Sweden have invented a 100% effective birth control spray for women, which I think is nothing to sneeze at. That nasal birth control spray. If the answer is subdued, the question is, what do you call a sailor on a submarine? Subdued. <laughs> Help, I'm sinking. Dick's Details, they take your mind off your mind. Hey, just a little housekeeping here. If you like these podcasts or the spoken word CDs at DickSummer.com or my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com, shameless plug. <laughs> if you like any of those things, would you please tell a couple of friends because they might like them too and you'd be doing me a favor. So thank you very much. I used to do seminars called How to Take Maximum Courage. Really, I did. Mostly guys came, but uh, there were often some outstanding exceptions to guyhood. <laughs> Keep, I can remember one of them who sat in the front row one night in a, in a perfectly modest skirt and blouse. But when it was coffee break time, she leaned down to adjust the straps on her high heel shoes. Then she smiled up at me. And I couldn't help but notice that her blouse was open one extra button, which just made it very obvious that she was wearing black lace lingerie, and she wore it very well. <laughs> and she caught me watching, and she, she just kind of stood up slowly, and she smiled and smoothed her skirt, and she stretched and swiveled her hips, and then she gave me a little hair toss as she walked away, you know? And I, I tried hard not to notice. I remember telling myself she probably has bad breath, but it really didn't help. My Lady Wonder Wench wasn't there, this was out of town, but I didn't do the sleazy bachelor thing with her. And I finally figured out why. I'll tell you about that in, in a minute. But to put it into some kind of perspective, I'd like you to listen to one of the chapters in my spoken word CD. It's called Love Comes When You Least Expect It First. Stories about a guy who did, once, give in to temptation once it cost him 
a very long time, very comfortable relationship. And, and he's trying to figure out what comes next in this chapter. And he's a pilot. And in this chapter, he's decided to go back to the airport where it happened. And the woman involved works at that airport. And he wanted to take a long, hard, daytime look at her. Voices are shaped like the people who own them. The voice in my headphones just now that said, Park it on the grass next to the blue and white Cessna. Thank you. It was low and quiet and very female. It sounded like it was used a lot for laughing. It was comfortable, confident, and caring. You expect that kind of voice on one of those slow-motion perfume commercials with lots of sensual, soft-focus suggestions. Not on the mostly male sounds of an airport... The last time I heard that voice, it was saying thank you from deep in a tumble of long, shining, dirty blonde hair. Not please come back, not please stay, just thank you. I don't know why I'm here if I'm going to play the keep away game. I guess the answer is right behind this door. Rooms you've only seen by the light of an old cold stove in the middle of a cold winter night look different in the daytime. Today, this is a family room. It's the family of people who love to fly. Mostly, but not always, their name is Pilot. Some families are bound together by blood or love or money. This family is held together by the love of the sky and the respect and joy that the members share with each other. They have a uniform. It's mostly leather jackets and jeans and baseball caps with sunglasses. Talk is easy, familiar, and friendly. Her smile is businesslike. She's explaining the use of flaps to a student pilot. He doesn't seem to care that she is bent over his chart so close to him that he must be able to feel her body warmth. She's the only woman in the room. I can still taste her and smell her and feel her. Ten minutes with her cost me the woman I've loved all of my grown-up life. And I don't know if she somehow knew that I'd be back or if she was afraid I might come back. I don't even know if she cares either way. I don't want to care if she cares. But the answer is in her voice. I didn't know if you'd be back, she says. Thank you. But is a hard, tough word when you hurt. I love you, but. We regret to inform you, but. We'd like to help you, but. And here she sits across the small red formica top diner table alert sensitive supple she has the ability to string simple words together into delicate precise three-dimensional pictures the thing that happened between us the other night i enjoyed 
she says. No, I needed exactly the way it was. She is using carefully chosen words that are more effective than sentences. Blue eyes set a little closer than they should be. Long, dark blonde hair pulled back into a little girl ponytail. Small winglet curls around the back of her neck, disappearing down the collar of a soft, dark blue sweater. Please don't ask me to explain. Her voice is warm and sure. Full, soft breasts, matter-of-factly pushing the unzipped black leather flight jacket apart. She's wearing gray drawstring cotton sweatpants and impossibly small red canvas sneakers. One foot is comfortably tucked under her backside. How do women do that? Like most sexy people, she works at being something else. She's a fully rated pilot, a dedicated teacher, and a giggling pun runner. She looks like 32, with a fresh, clean complexion that says she spends a good deal of time outdoors. She's deep in thought right now. And that's obviously familiar territory. Here it comes. The butt. But thank you, is all she says. She's thinking with her body and feeling with her mind. And she knows I've seen that man's heavy silver chain bracelet she wears. And has some of the links removed so she can keep it on her slender wrist. It appears to be a permanent installation. It's quiet for a little longer than it should be. Long, tapered red fingernails are the only feminine frill that she shows. They quickly disappear into fists. Making love with strangers, it's not a habit. Her voice is tough and hard when she's hurt. But so am I. something inside them, both of them. Their cool turned into steam instantly. It's the way it is sometimes with loving. Sometimes loving lasts a lifetime. Sometimes a lifetime of loving is trapped in only once. The story is called, Who Is This Woman? It's a chapter from my spoken word CD called Love Comes When You Least Expect It. If you like it, or you're just kind of curious about what happened to these people, 
Please go back to DickSummer.com. Check out the Love Comes When You Least Expect It icon on the homepage. And by the way, this is true. The woman's name in the story is Annie. And by some strange quirk of fate, that is my lady's real-life middle name. Now, I know you must find it hard to believe that some people haven't bought my book, Staying Happy, Healthy, and Hot, available at Amazon.com. Shameless plug. And that's why I was just thinking maybe I could find some alternate way of making money by producing a fork that bends if you put too much food on it for people on a diet. What do you think? (laughs) Actually, seriously, I was just thinking, how the heck can I explain why I will never do the sleazy bachelor thing when my lady wonder wench isn't around, even with Catherine Zeta-Jones? Hope Kathy's not listening because, you know, as I said, she might be deeply lonely. (laughs) Probably not. But I won't do the sleazy bachelor thing. And it's really not because I'm afraid of getting caught. Or it's not because I'm some kind of holy guy either. Not. It's just that I absolutely know that I couldn't take seeing a look on my lady's face that says, He betrayed me. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.